Hi, welcome to Wisdom's Echo, Origin Gates Daily Podcast. I'm Carl Nicholson, and for today's podcast, I want to talk about the fear of the Lord. God bless you today. Thank you for listening. I pray that this word is uh, life to you and health, and I just bless you today. Thank you um, for listening and walking with Yahweh. Uh, this, the fear of the Lord, um, this has gripped me. Um, this is an amazing topic. <clears throat> I can't get over it. I don't, I'm not sure I ever will. Um, but I'd like to start right at Proverbs 1 and sort of talk uh, two or three verses about um, what the Bible says about um, the fear of the Lord and then talk about language a little bit. Um, and then maybe read maybe just a couple Bible verses. <clears throat> so the, in, in the book of Proverbs, in the first chapter, um, Solomon, the wisest guy to ever live, is, is writing this book. And so the first seven verses um, of, the, of the book of Proverbs, he's talking about, he's, it's like an intro. And so he's, it's talking about wisdom, right? And it's saying the beginning of knowledge, wisdom, uh, the Proverbs of Solomon. It's, and it's just saying sort of the, the point and the why that the, that the Proverbs and these words of wisdom are there. It's, so, you know, to know wisdom and instruction, per, to perceive understanding, to, you know, to understand a proverb and enigma. And then it has this verse here in verse seven. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. That's amazing to me. So the fear of the Lord, we know it's one of the seven spirits of Yahweh. Um, and we also know that the, it says in Isaiah 11, the spirit of the Lord will rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and the spirit of might and the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord. So knowledge and the fear of the Lord are tied together. And there's something really powerful he's saying here that I believe goes back to the Garden of Eden. And what he's saying is the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. <clears throat> so if you think back to the Garden of Eden, what happened, right? Yahweh put that tree there and he said, the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. And he said, don't touch it. For the day that you, you touch it, you eat of it, you will die. <clears throat> Isn't it amazing that there's a knowledge of good and a knowledge of evil that is a tree and um, it was, it's incorrupt. I think that's pretty amazing. <clears throat> so we all know what happened, right? We man ate from the tree and uh, handed over domain to, to the devil and all this bad happened. And that's why we deal with all the corruption we have. And one of the biggest issues we have now is corrupt knowledge, right? Because everything is about eating from everything in corruption is about eating from that tree and, and, and because of eating from that tree and because that's the pattern that was taken on, it's, it's a pattern, like an established corrupt pattern that people eat from and it's taught in most places. Well, we, we know, right? We know, um, we know that, uh, thank God for the revelation and, um, the, his, his ways of making his ways known to us and, you know, honor Ian for um, bringing this up, you know, the, but bringing it to light that the, the way to the tree of life is what, how it all changed. Yahweh changed it 
So now it's the weight of the tree of life rather than actually taking a hold of a tree um, and, and, or not taking hold of a tree and eating it. We know it's the way to a tr- the way um, of the tree of life is how we, how we go to Yahweh via um, inside of us, right? But I want to back up just a minute here and go back to this tree of knowledge of good and evil because there's something about the fear of the Lord and knowledge. So we know that knowledge and the fear of the Lord are attached, are, are, have you know, significance to each other. And here's the thing that, that gets me. I believe Yahweh was trying to teach us. He was, it was a preparation. It was training. It was about maturing us in him. He was trying to teach us something by not touching that tree. There is a way to learn knowledge of good and evil without touching evil, without eating from that tree. We don't have to taste and touch everything to learn something. And there's a, there's a knowledge, the true knowledge that comes from God. There is a knowledge that comes from God and it comes through not touching what he says don't touch. And I believe this is where the fear of the Lord comes in. And I believe this is why Yahweh said, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. We gotta go back to the beginning of knowledge on our, on our journey to the way uh, uh, of the tree of life. And we have to begin to not touch that tree of good, knowledge of good and evil. And the fear of the Lord is what helps us do that. The fear of the Lord is what helps us get in, embrace and grasp hold of the beginning of the knowledge of God. So we must have the fear of the Lord. On down in Proverbs chapter one, wisdom's talking. And, you know, after it says that, it's saying, hey, stay away from sinners. If they entice you, don't consent. Don't run along with bloodthirsty people. And then it's saying, hey, wisdom's outside crying out in the streets. She's lifting up her voice and listen to the voice of wisdom. But then it talks about all these calamities that befall people who don't, don't obey and don't listen to God. And it mentions the fear of the Lord down here. And this is an amazing verse. Listen to this. It says, then they, wisdom said in 28 and 29, says, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. Verse 29, why? Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. We must choose the fear of God. The way we love knowledge is by choosing the fear of the Lord. The fear of the Lord, the beginning of knowledge the, the desire and the, the not touching of sin, the not touching of the tree of knowledge of good and evil is something we choose. In 2 Corinthians, it says, uh, I believe it's uh, chapter seven, it says, therefore, beloved, having these promises, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of the flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. It's amazing how he, he puts responsibility on us to per, uh, cleanse ourselves from all filthiness of flesh and spirit. He's talking to us. He's tell, that responsibility is on us to cleanse ourselves. And how do we do that? By perfecting holiness. That means that by perfect, we're saying what we do by cleansing ourselves, 
there's an action that we do to perfect holiness because Yahweh has imputed righteousness and holiness to un us, un unto us, but there is an action we do to perfect it. We must trade and collaborate with Yahweh in that realm of, of, in, in, with his incorruption and be changed. And the way we do that is by fearing God, is by engaging the knowledge of God through the fear of the Lord. And that's by not touching that tree of the knowledge of good and evil, but fearing the Lord and learning the knowledge of God, which comes through doing right and not sinning. We don't have to know the depths of hell by going there and committing the acts of hell. <laughs> Hallelujah. Just wanted to share another verse that I believe is relevant um, to the fear of the Lord and just sort of maybe pound this home about the fear of the Lord. <clears throat> um, we know that Solomon was so wise. He did amazing things. He, I mean, he, <clears throat> he, he, he saw God twice. He, um, built the temple. He saw the glory of God. He governed in an amazing way. People came from all over the world to hear him talk. And they were just amazed at the, the protocol that he flew, flowed with and that he walked in and just the way this, the ascent, the way his people were dressed. And I mean, it was just amazing. <clears throat> he just, he could speak of, uh, a, a, what a thousand proverbs. I mean, tons of proverbs and songs and he could speak of birds and animals and not only that, but like he attracted wealth, like gold, silver, precious stones. All these things just came to the amount of gold. He made it, he made gold and silver like common, just an amazing guy who walked in the wisdom of God. <clears throat> but how, we know also that he, that he made mistakes, right? <clears throat> he, his heart somehow, all the wisdom in the world, being the smartest guy in the world did not keep him in the will of God. And, and why does that happen? Why, how could that happen? This is the question that I've spent like a lot of my life pondering on because I, I always wanted to know how do two perfect beings in the Garden of Eden sin? How? And so, you know, I, and I, I believe that what I just said about the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and, and learning the knowledge of God through the fear of God, through not touching that thing is what was supposed to happen. That's where I believe the fear of the Lord helps us. And that is our starting place. The same thing with the, with the wisest man to ever walk the world. How does the wisest person that's ever been on this planet make a mistake and let his heart be drawn away from God. I mean, at some point you'd think like during the process of time where his heart was getting drawn away that he would think about it and be like, look, I'm not going down the right path, but he, it didn't, it got worse and worse. So it was like a slow desensitizing thing that happened to him. And why did that happen? And what's the fix for it? Let's look to, let's look to Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Uh, where the answer is, because that's where that's where the this Solomon, this the wisest man was talking as a preacher. And he's talking through all these things he learned throughout all his life. And what what does he say? And this is what he says at the end of the chapter. Here's the conclusion of the whole matter. 
here it is, here it is. Like the wisest guy in the world is talking and saying, I've learned, I've known, I've experienced things that nobody ever will I, and in every, just about every realm. And, and on top of that, uh, also made mistakes. And here's the deal. Here, here's what the bottom line is, he says. He said, here's the, here's the deal. Fear God and keep his commandments. This is the whole duty of man. I love that. And I think that is the, that is the, that is a red light. That is something huge flashing at us saying, listen, because at the beginning, it's the fear of the Lord, right? The fear of God, the fear of the Lord would have kept us from falling at the beginning. But if we chose a different path and no matter what path we choose at the end of the day, after all the good and all the bad, the only thing that matters is that we fear God and that we keep his commandments. <clears throat> I'm so thankful for the seven spirits of God. I'm so thankful for Jesus and what he did for us with his blood and redemption and that we can actually take on his nature and everything. <clears throat> I want to close with a Bible verse out of uh, Job chapter 28. And this is amazing. It's an amazing chapter. You should go read it. Um, but they're talking about wisdom and Job's talking about wisdom. And what he says, he says something amazing at the end. He says, he, he's like uh, painting this picture of wisdom and how, you know, how awesome wisdom is. And then he says, now the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. Think about that. He said, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. <clears throat> and I just, I think for mankind, you know, it's like, um, I, we know wisdom is a being. We know wisdom is this, she's amazing. And, and the wisdom of God, I'm not taking away from that, but for mankind to fear God, that is wisdom. God bless you. I pray that this would just light a fire inside of you to search out the verses that, that are meaningful to you and the stories in the Bible and in your life that are meaningful to you about the fear of the Lord. And let's take a deep, 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 deep look with inside ourselves and really engage with truth and, and the light of Yahweh on the inside of us in the areas of our life with the fear of the Lord. Shalom. God bless you.